0: This is Six Feet of Separation. I'm Joel Jackson, in the 7th Ward in New Orleans, and in the town in New Orleans is Andrew
1: Levy. What's up, Andrew? How you doing, Joel? Happy Thursday.
0: Doing Happy Thursday to you, my man. Is that what it is
1: today? It is Thursday, yes, for those of you who, uh, who might not be checking in on what day of the week it is, uh, for whatever various reasons you may have, today is Thursday, as we record this, oh. April 2nd
0: on the on the COVID calendar it's doomsday.
1: <laughs> well, everyday feels like doomsday these days, my friend.
0: How's that manifesting itself for you, man?
1: Uh, I don't know. Um I, maybe I'm well, I mean I got a lot of other side stuff going on um that tends to make everyday feel a little bit like doomsday, but Um, No, I mean, I think it's just in seeing other people's reactions um, and, you know, seeing what they post on Facebook and how freaked out everybody is and the mounting number of cases counts. And, you know, I remember like I used to have some uh, some, I used to spend uh, every year between Christmas and New Year's in Australia um, with some friends down there. And during that time, on the news, they would maintain the holiday road toll, right, of people who died in car crashes as a result of whatever during the holiday period. And I just thought that was so grim and such a horrible thing to focus on. And, you know, here we are in a time when we're watching these mounting death counts and comparing one country to another and pointing fingers, and man, that that is, you know, it is just grim business. Um, so, yeah, I guess. So we're winning. Uh, sorry, Joel? Have I said one.
0: we're winning, though. The United States is winning.
1: <laughs> we are number one, that's true. Number one in a contest that nobody wants to win. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just a little bit dark. But, you know, like, we wake up every morning I get in the shower, I go for a walk, uh, I come back and I sit down and I'm fortunate enough to have some work to do, so I do that. Um, what I about you?
0: Other countries who are, other countries who might be uh, kind of winning their numbers or underreporting. I think we should over-report. I think just, we should like, it's Armstrong, uh, PD sort of thing with
1: this whole contest. Just and so we, we stay on cheat. top of the league tables, right?
0: I think we should just throw, be throwing down 5 million cases and, you know, 200,000 <laughs> deaths right now. Top that, Italy. You know, and just be like, take that fucking China, you piece of shit, and your <laughs> fucking plastic products that break after six months. Yeah, Bad well. vacuumers. Griper, remember when, like, vacuum cleaners were made in America, man? That's our producer, Griper, said. I also wanted to use excuse to ask Griper, speaking of tolls, in australia first year in 1994 so i guess it would be 95 96 so many murders in new orleans that it ran on the on the front page of the paper every single day because we were having uh record numbers of of murders and it was all super
1: random remember that producer Graper? oh absolutely man it was the the city was the war zone I remember when it was an annual competition between New Orleans and D.C. to see who would top that, uh, you know, be in the Super Bowl of murders every year.
0: That's right. And I I think we won that contest, too. So God bless New Orleans and and the United States of America. Um, Hey, Andrew, what's up with... uh, Where'd you go? Costco? What's up? Yeah. What's up with... What's going on in the box store life, man, during COVID? I don't want to steal
1: homie's rant, um, but... Man, did I have an experience. And, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to, to not go out so much, but, you know, like we needed some stuff at Costco and my dad and I are here. So we went to Costco and, you know, we waited in line. Everybody's being cool, maintaining a safe distance and whatever. And that's totally fine. And then we get in there. And it's like the fucking Wild West, man. Like, we had this one guy <laughs> come up behind us as we were turning a corner into the liquor section. Um, sorry, I don't want to upset our spots or Elias. We did go there immediately after Costco. But we uh, okay. turned the corner into the liquor section, and this guy comes riding up behind us. And I'm like, dude, do you mind giving us six feet? And he's like, keep moving, keep moving. And... I I was just like, dude, my dad is 73, you know, why, why do you feel the need to be so close? Like, what's your fucking rush? Um, and like for whatever reason, until we sort of zigged when, when we would otherwise have zagged, he was like trailing us around the entire store and making a point of coming within six feet. Are you serious? Yeah, no, I am serious. I am serious. I had to ask the store people uh, to help with it. As is
0: to the level of, you did? What happened?
1: And they were like, well, you know, we can't stand on top of everyone. And he apologized. So blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, so, okay, so finally, what we just like fuck? changed our, I know. So finally, we changed our shopping pattern, and then another guy comes walking, like, you know, meandering up the aisle, you know, in scrubs. <laughs> and he like comes right up to us. And the guy's in scrubs, and I was oh just like, God. literally, I was like, can you, can you keep six feet, and he just like didn't say a word, looked at me like I was being a bother to him. <sighs> And kept walking. I, I was—I literally told him, "I hope you die." I—I I don't like to share those kind of sentiments, but like, wow, have, dude! I would rather have him die because how many people is he going to infect with his COVID scrubs today? I mean, it is just crazy. So, God damn it, I was upset about that.
0: Last night, I had a really the first rough time since we've been on lockdown for a few weeks here now in New Orleans, <laughs> stay-at-home mandate or whatever. And obviously, we know we get out into the park and, and sunsets at Bayou St. John and stuff like that.
1: <laughs>
2: Excuse me. COVID. Take COVID call. No. I'm kidding. That's no, not,
1: don't joke about it, man.
0: That's pre-exi- pre-existing golf. Um And not to be made fun of. Um, I was having a pretty rough uh, evening for the first time, a myriad of things that happened that I had. My disc golf bag was stolen at Bay St. John. <clears throat> I was walking, uh, our good friend Tracy home from the Bayou St. John. And there was a shooting about a block and a half away from us. Um, Ellis Marsalis passed. We found out that yeah, news.
1: Man. Oh, and that really that's a gut punch of, of, of the COVID it's by a, the way.
0: It's a, it's a gut punch, man. And I, I was just like, you know what? I just need something harder than my red wine right now. And, um, I, I went past the crime scene um, on Bayou Road and, and Broad Street down to Birdie's on the corner mm-hmm. and just got like a little half, you know, a little 200 milliliter thing of, of spirits. Yep. And while I was in there, uh, these two ladies almost got into a fist fight over the six feet. Like they were like, you're not giving me my six feet. Bitch, you know what is? You motherfucking god! I know what six feet is. What uh, six dude, feet? You know that
1: what I mean? is where we're at in this town, man. You cannot I, like uh, every, I, I, It's making me seriously. It's it's actually it's funny. It's only in stores because, like you know, I went for a three mile walk today. You know, through the neighborhood, up by the two lane campus. You know, I was walking down the middle of the street, and everybody was giving everybody more than ample room. Um, and then you get into a store yeah. and like I was at the, 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 the Magnolia discount on Carrollton yesterday, uh, on my way to come yeah. to, all to, to play golf and I'm like hanging back and the guy's waving me up front and I'm like, there's a guy standing right there. I'm not going until he moves and the guy wouldn't move. So I was just like, all right. So I just sat there and waited. Eventually it's, he moved. It's funny. Yeah. Well, no, I know but- we're
0: about to... Yeah, there, there go are going
1: to be fist fights about this. Um, I mean, you know, like yeah, man. There's gonna absolutely be, there's going to be some decline in in law and order. But I mean, you know, like by and large, yeah. the vast majority of people are being super cool about this. They're being very respectful. Like ninety nine point nine percent are being super cool. But it only takes one asshole in cr- in scrubs who has COVID to infect the entire fucking costco and then it's all over for everybody. yeah so the this is, this is exactly. one of those cases where it's entirely true the old saying the chain is only as strong as the weakest link and dude that's that's true those assholes are the weakest link goodbye
0: i had i may have mentioned this before but i had read done some reading about four months ago about some research studies um, this was well before, you know, even coronavirus in China. I don't know why I was reading up on this, but it was about uh, some scientific studies that time and again showed that people will put themselves at risk for their own personal safety or wellness or health in order to not come off as rude, right? Yep. And uh, I've I've been really checking myself on that and just giving myself plenty of long enough leash to be as rude as that.
1: Yeah, no, I'm the, totally Oregon with here. you. I've been quietly uh, simmering with passive-aggressive rage. Uh, and now I'm fucking done with that. And if people aren't giving me my space, I'm, I'm going to yell and shout about I'm
0: it. I'm just not tiptoeing, man. Yeah. When people start, When we go out and play disc golf and my buddy Bryce is like, he just wants to follow me wherever I'm going. And I keep moving away. I was like, dude, I was like, you realize you're chasing me away from your vicinity right now, right? You know, I just... Told him, I was like, "You, we can talk from seven feet away, bro. <laughs> you know, yep. and you just gotta. I'd rather just instead of tiptoe around it, I'd rather just say it. You know. um But man, I, I've got a new quick segment for you, and I think I can just. This may never reoccur again, but I was thinking this like overheard conspiracy theory of the week, and this might be the only time our listeners ever hear it. Okay. <laughs> at this CVS, a worker behind the counter, unlike solicited, you know, said, we know people are getting sick from, uh, he said this this whole coronavirus is a hoax. People are getting sick from radiation that the government is sending over the 5G network.
1: Sure. that
0: Because radiation centers are the same as this COVID. Look it up, she said. Look it up. <laughs> so that's my, uh, First conspiracy overheard of the week. Well, that was a pretty good segment. Right on. <laughs> I also have a. Li- I also have a really quick. We're about to call our guest. Have a really quick Larry David observation of the week. Okay. Too many group. Too many group message threads these days. You know, like when we're all trying to stay in touch. Which is, it was already falling apart before coronavirus. People not respecting like. Some sort of protocol for all. Ooh,
1: Joel, we're, we're having much a little,
0: consequence.
1: Had, had a little technical oh, I'm a out. for a second. Yeah, go ahead and say oh, it again.
0: Anyway, I was just, I was just bitching about group message threads. Just tighten it up, people. That's all I'm saying. Don't be t- starting new threads. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so, I-
0: who's our guest today, Andrew?
1: Uh, our, <laughs> thanks Joel. Uh, our guest who we're just about to ask to join us is, uh, um, Lloyd Shepard. Lloyd and I go way back to the nineties, um, uh, where we worked together, uh, at Yahoo for a period. Um, and then, uh, in the two thousands, we had a short lived, but hella fun business together. um, uh, in more recent years, he's, uh, or, or since that uh, went away, he has written a few novels uh, that are truly awesome uh, and historically uh, immaculate uh, uh, novels about uh, London in the 19th century um, and the beginning of uh, investigative police work um and uh and also happens to be the head of product for bbc sounds and the host of uh, a podcast that i'm sure he's going to tell us about is that a long enough intro lloyd man that was amazing
2: (laughs) (laughs) that was that was that was i'm i'm feeling i'm i've impressed myself with that intro that's uh that was great thank you Uh, can you hear me all right i wasn't sure if i was supposed to be muted or not
1: no, you're great. You're great. Um, so okay. Just so well, it's know, lovely, lovely talking- to see you, my friend.
2: It's been too long. I know. It is lovely to see you,
1: too. Uh, let me introduce some of the other people. So you can see our producer, Griper. Um, and then you can't see my co host, hey, George Griper. Jackson. Um, he's having—he's the one having the technical is- issues today.
2: but uh, He's phoning in. He is phoning in. Indeed. 503. Thyroid. Where's that? Uh, portland, that is oregon. portland oregon Portland, oregon nice
1: okay mm-hmm. but uh, the the three of us are down here in new orleans uh physically separated from one another yeah
2: okay well how's it in new orleans
1: uh we were just talking about that um you know it's it's uh it's it's mostly okay most people are pretty cool um we're a little bit worried okay. about people um the, the decline of civil discourse when it comes to people standing too close to one another in the shops that are still open um, yeah uh, yeah we had some experience do you have jo- do you have
2: joggers there the the big the big the big scandal in London is joggers right uh-huh. everyone's is that right? everyone's losing their shit about joggers getting too close to you so um, <laughs> it's kind of it's very English people are people are kind of phoning the police to report joggers. <laughs> Um,
0: we have less joggers and more diabetes in New Orleans. That's that's our issue.
2: Diabetes. Right. <laughs> we we
0: have we have less we have less healthy people and more underlying conditions. Well, the thing, we that, the thing that's, that's
2: happened. We we live in London on a park, right. and um, the, the weird thing is is that obviously a lot of people who work uh, a lot of people who work in the city live near us. So a lot of fin- financial people who. You know, in normal circumstances go to work at about you know three o'clock in the morning and come out at eleven o'clock in the evening and you know work like work like crazy people um, but they're all like super super fit they seem to spend their time in the gym or on the in the office, but now they can't go to the gym or the office, so they're in the park so every time I go out in the park, I'm surrounded by these kind of weirdly um it's a bit like um Logan's run or something you know these these weirdly fit people <laughs> running around um and look, glaring at me like I should have been sort of, you know, superannuated some time ago. So it's, it's a very weird, it's very strange.
1: No, they're just looking. They're just looking at you like you might have some coke to sell. Them. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> they, they, they are. Presumably, they, have, they I'm not. I'm not sure it's coke they're on. I think it might be uh, <laughs> some other, some other white powdery substances. But yeah, they're, they're, but they, you know, because they go around the park pretty fast, man. I'll tell you. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a it's, it's it's London is very strange at the moment. It's, um, you know, it's, there's there's no cars on very few cars on the road. Uh, very few. I mean, if you go in, the, I haven't been in the middle of town. I've actually been in lockdown for two weeks because my wife has had the virus. Um, so she wow. had it for uh, with for a week. She wasn't wasn't particularly ill. She had a you know temperature and a, a headaches and a and a cough and was very tired. But she was okay. But then so she she was. She came out of that a week ago, but me and my daughter who lives with us have basically been in lockdown for another week under government guidance. Today was the first day I was allowed out, so. Uh, 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 but yeah.
1: Can, can you tell us a little bit more about, um, I mean, how did, how did Lou, sorry, Lou is Lloyd's wife. Um, how, yeah. how did she wind up getting tested in the first instance?
2: She didn't get tested. No one's getting tested over here. The thing, the th- the th- the thing is, the only, you, you only get tested if you go into hospital um so that the the big the big political scandal over here really about all this is that um uh people that are designing our tests right so so Britain's gone the past three years going America, Donald Trump, those guys are mad and crazy and, you know, But suddenly you guys are testing everybody and we're like, okay, we, we are oh, actually crap oh, no, <laughs> oh no, we're not
1: yeah we're not Well,
2: but I mean compared to here, I mean yeah uh, possibly. well so that you know the Germans are testing people. The French are testing people. The Italians are testing people. The Spanish are testing people. Uh, we're just not. I think I I can't remember the total number of tests. It's like thirty thousand or something like that. So we're not even testing frontline medical wow. workers at the moment. It's kind of it's, it's kind wow. of crappy. So, and you know, Lloyd,
0: why is that from a political perspective? Is that a is that an minister or parliament failure? Or
2: I think it's uh, getting the
0: blame for that. Or is it well, the,
2: the government's getting the the government's beginning to get the blame even the you know the government is the government we're pretty much in wartime mode over here so the government is super super popular at the moment because everyone's kind of going, got to support the government but actually the press have turned against them in the last kind of couple of days um the right even the right-wing press have turned against the government for not for not testing well for not doing two things not testing frontline medical workers and not providing enough ppe um uh you know equipment so basically the the, i mean the the, the, i suppose the big difference between here and and the states is the nhs is basically our national religion these days um you know it's uh it's uh people i mean tonight right there was eight eight o'clock tonight half the country was out the doorstep applauding nhs workers it was something you know we've done it we did it last week and did it again tonight so the nhs is pretty much a, a religion um so um anything that anything that is seen to not be supporting the nhs is seen to be sort of vaguely unpatriotic and it seems kind of weird to say that about a country that's basically been governed by right-wingers for most of its history but the, essentially that our socialized medical um uh, environment is, uh, is 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 basically considered to be the best thing about the country um so you know anything that endangers that is extremely unpopular so I'm just taking my uh, just taking my cardigan. off because I'm very hot. Um, I haven't got the virus. So yeah. So that's so. So the, 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 the people kind of swing behind the NHS, and if the government isn't isn't backing the NHS, then they become unpopular.
1: Right. That's that's the standard consequence. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, I guess, I guess it's it's I think I can I think I think you know that that old trope about um, Britain and America being divided by a common language. I also think we're fundamentally divided by our our understanding of what healthcare is, right? It, it's <laughs> it's it, it and that's that's actually quite a profound difference between the two countries because there is quite a big dependency culture over here that, that stems from the fact that healthcare is free. You know, people do it's my, my son is training to be a paramedic. He's he's, he's he's his last term of training, so interesting time, right? Um and uh, you know, he 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 sees people who just literally just treat the um treat the uh nhs as kind of a taxi service you know i've got a, i've got a bit of stomach ache can you take to the hospital so you know that, that that does happen but you know that's the downside the upside is um i remember a cartoon um if break if breaking bad had happened in the uk and the cartoon was basically you know Walter white going in and saying i've got cancer um i'm gonna have to set up a meth lab uh, to support the treatments and the doctor saying why would you do that it's all free End. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a very good environment.
1: Yep. And so I imagine I know you haven't seen Jack in a while because uh, you have. Yeah, to stay yeah. Apart so we don't
2: be in for two weeks.
1: Um, is he, you know, quite ready, ready to go? Like if they call him up to well, work, or it's, is he it's interesting.
2: No, he's not scared. No, 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 he's not. He, well, he's twenty seven. You know he's invincible, man. Um, he's 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 ready to go. Uh, actually, as of today, he was he was out with the because um, they're not quite qualified yet. They haven't quite finished their training. It, they basically have, but they've got a couple of you know they've got a couple of the exams to do. Um, so they some of the ambulance services in the UK have basically said to the local colleges, All right, scrap the exams, get him get him into uniform, get him out on the vans. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, quite close to that in London. So he is actually signed up to be a, uh, to be a I can't remember, there's a special term for a new, not quite yet qualified paramedic. So he will be going out on the ambulances. Um, it's just kind of, you know, it's kind of, I mean, we're much more worried about it than he is. But, you know, it, seem, it, it seems that, you know, younger people are much, are much less affected um, by, the, by this than, than, than older people. Although I saw some worrying numbers coming out in the southern US today that quite a lot of, quite a lot of younger people are dying in, from, from you know, higher proportions than in other countries.
1: Uh, you know, if I may interject on that point, um, there's
0: statistics coming out about the amount of the virus being exposed to a, a younger person versus yeah. just like a quick exposure. So it doesn't matter what, how old you are, the more you're exposed, the higher the
2: chances are. are yeah, raised. yeah. Which but, is why PPE for, for medical workers and all that stuff is so important. Right.
1: Right. Uh, I, you know, one of the things with the stats here though, Lloyd, is that a case isn't a case until that person has tested positive. Right. And one of the, yeah. and same here, same know, here. Yeah. Uh, well then is Lou a, a counted case there? If, no. if she was right so
2: no. yep. so so the numbers you're the numbers you're seeing out of the UK for for confirmed cases are complete fiction you know there are people are only being tested when they um, when they go into the hospital so so it's, it's only people who are in there who, who who've actually been given the test so the, no no one knows how many um people have actually had it or have it at the moment you know it's it's, it's obviously a much larger number than is, is is being reported but no one knows what the number is um so
1: what about you know sort of culturally how how is britain or how is london in any event you know sort of adapting um
2: well it kind of uh, i mean i kind of quite well i think i mean i think of all the of all the people in the world who can would be most comfortable with sitting at home alone and not having to go and see people the british probably the the, the, the the you know the at uh, the, the, uh, the head of a very well organized queue um so you know, it's, it's it, people are, you know, people are playing with it a bit. There's quite a lot of, uh, people are having quite a lot of fun with sort of, you know, people are doing, you know, shared listening on, you know, playing an album at the same time and tweeting about it or watching a film and mucking about it. It's kind of like, it's only been, I mean, the thing is, I can't, it's only been what, a week and a half since the official lockdown here. And mm-hmm. yeah, it feels like, six months already, but it's only been like a week and a half.
1: Did the beep so send you are, home
2: before that? Yeah, they sent us a home a couple of days, two or three days before that. So I've been at home now for two weeks Yeah, two weeks. So, but, um, yeah, but people are sort of people are sort of getting on with it, really. I mean, um, I think to some extent people quite, you know, people in this country quite like a crisis like this, and it's it, it sort of um, – I mean, one of the th- i think—one of the things that people are struggling with is—is the, is the absence of any sport, right? So, yeah. the fo- football, football leaving, as in football, football—not your terrible bastardized version of it yes. there—but football, football um, with a round-shaped ball—is—is—is—is is, is, um, is off the, is off the calendar. So, you know, people are t- <laughs> the, news, the, the sports <laughs> pages are literally full of um, uh, think pieces about classic football matches of twenty years ago. And, you know, uh, you know, interviews with retired footballers, and it's like the actual amount of content that's produced out of sport has not gone down. <laughs> but the actual, the actual amount of live sport is just—you know—there isn't any live sport. So it, it's it's kind of we're we're going to be. Um, the BBC announced today that it's basically going to be replaying the 2012 Olympics in real time oh, uh, from the open, from brilliant. the opening ceremony on instead of the instead of the you know the actual Olympics. Um, so you know that that's going on, but that that seems to be the biggest thing. I mean, the theaters. Are, I mean, I don't know, I don't know in the states, but the, the theaters are closed, the pubs are closed, the restaurants yeah, are closed. Well, I mean, it differs uh, from every, state to every,
1: state, but I mean, we've yeah. we've been officially locked down in New Orleans for I think two weeks uh, on Sunday. Yep. Uh, and I mean, and a week before that, the city had closed the bars and the restaurants. A lot of the local restaurants are. Um, uh, doing takeaway, like grab and go. Yeah,
2: same, same here. Um, yeah, we have, we have, you yeah, we have Uber Eats and Deliveroo and you know all those kind of services. Well, in London anyway, so they're 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 also operating. But um, and did you have panic buying there? Quote unquote panic buying. Did yeah, it's that? still it's still that?
1: tough. I mean, you can finally find uh, uh, toilet paper, loo roll, um, in. Okay. Um, you say Lou Roll here, everybody goes. You'll never find. Um, <laughs> sorry, inside yeah. bad joke. Um, yeah. uh, Toilet really paper is. The reference. But
2: you, you you carry on. Uh,
1: <laughs> Lou Rawls is, uh, yeah, yeah. is a soul artist from the seventies. Um, yeah, uh, Yeah, the uh, you can finally start to see that a little bit on store shelves. Um, uh, you know, disinfectant, uh, Lysol wipes, uh, you know, and anything like that is, is pretty scarce, but food wise, um, all the grocery stores seem to be fairly stocked and the supply mm-hmm. chains seem to be working for now. So, you know, I don't know how that's going to resolve itself. I, now, I I understand that now various States are throwing, um, basically border checks, so, and, and it's willy nilly, like there's no coordinated approach to it. So, you know, for example, if I were to drive to Florida right now, which is probably about a four hour drive, if that, um, I would pass through three states on the way there. And at each border, I would be subject to a check. And, you know, most of America's um, food supply chain is done by, by truck. And, you know, that. When you
2: say subject to checks, what kind of checks?
1: You have to sign a document in some states when you get there, saying that whenever you go where you're going, you're going to self-quarantine for 14 days.
2: Oh Um, wow! Okay. And
1: that, uh, and you have to put an address down, and that they're going to follow up on you and all that stuff.
2: So. Well, the crazy thing over here is people are still flying into the UK from China, uh, and not being are not being checked at the airports. People are flying in. People really? are flying in from Italy and not being shipped from the airport. You're shitting me. No, no, it's 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 it's, it's, it's very crazy. Um, so you know Heathrow Airport is still open. There's still yep. flights coming in all the time, um, and you know there 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 are there are no checks there. It's a, the the papers are starting to cotton onto this and starting to ask questions. But yeah, it's um, well all our and all our, all the transport system's still running. The trains are still running. The buses are still running. I read National I mean, Express down, is shutting down. So national express <laughs> yeah well you know, yeah small mercies and all
1: that. sorry national, that, that's, Na- that's, yeah, that's their national Greyhound their greyhound
2: it's our greyhound, greyhound um, uh, over here but yeah it's um, yeah but it, so yeah we we still got people flying in from from all over without any testing we were, we were actually in north italy in february we were skiing in north italy um, and we when, when we landed so that was 16th of february when we landed in italy they were taking people's temperature at the um at the airport going in you know, and we were this is before you yeah. know anyone had died in uh, lombardy or anything like that um but they're not even doing that in the uk now so wow. it's, cra- it's kind of crazy
1: that is crazy lloyd have yeah. you heard
2: have, have you heard lloyd why why that uh
0: why there's no screening in airports um and from China and Italy and other places. Wild I don't in. know. I don't know
2: why. I mean, I, 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 I would, I would. Um, uh, Britain, uh, Britain doesn't tend to, to. Britain's very, very. Britain's very uncomfortable with this lockdown. Right. We, we, it's not. It's, it yeah. goes very, very much against the grain. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's. Britain, Britain's a pretty, you know, compared to the rest of Europe. I mean, Andy knows this because he spent a lot of time in in Europe. But you know, Britain's. There's a lot more a lot more open, lot more of an open society actually than, than most European countries, and we have a you know much more sort of arms length attitude to policing and all that kind of stuff. So it doesn't really surprise me because it's sort of you know it would be quite a big deal for Britain to stop to start doing stuff. like That, that.
1: sort of um, that sort of government intrusion into people's
2: lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would yeah. be... It's, 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 yeah. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. You know, th- this whole lockdown is um, is sort of dependent on people's goodwill. I mean, that there is. What's the What's the Robin Williams joke about the um? You know the British policeman shouting an armed robber and saying shouting stop and then uh, stop or I'll shout stop again. Yes, <laughs> it's kind of it, it's, it's, you know it's a bit like that. We just don't, we you we know, we just don't have that sort of culture of enforcement in that way. I think that was Bill um,
1: Hicks. To be fair, sorry. I think that was Bill Hicks,
2: but no, it's definitely Robin Williams. Was it Robin Williams? Okay. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, nave said so I'll have to go and check, but uh, yeah, so so I it's it's more of a no one's got round to shutting it down yet thing than you know, a, a than an actual policy, I would say. Nice. Um, but um, it is it is a, it is a, it is an odd one. Um, but I, I don't know yeah. whether we've got have you guys been following Sweden? Sweden's pretty interesting because Sweden's kind of gone, We'll leave it all open, it's you know, um, you know, we can cope whether that will change that was what that was the UK view until the numbers started getting really scary yeah
1: Um, uh, So they may be going
0: for uh, immunity in Sweden yeah
1: well which was the official government policy in Britain before they realized that that was not going to be very good
2: well it was never the official government policy. I mean it was it was a couple of brief it off the record briefings you know all about our uh, Mr. Cummings, do you? Does that does that has that made its way over the pond? I, I do. Most people here don't know who Dominic Cummings. So is. So the uh, the kind of the kind of the the power behind the throne, the Steve Bannon for Boris, to Boris Johnson, if you will, um, is a, ah. is a guy called Dominic Cummings, um, who masterminded the Brexit campaign, um, and he's a notorious um, well, he's a notoriously iconoclastic um, autodidact. So he writes these huge essays on his blogs about game theory and stuff like that um you know they're they're a bit they're, they're they're quite interesting but they're pretty random um and he was the one who said off the record we're going for herd immunity um back you know back early on um and i think one of the medical advisors said something similar or something like that um but i don't think i don't think ed johnson ever said it or Anybody like that, but you know, it, it, everybody sort of understood that was kind of the assumption that we were, we were going for herd immunity. But again, I just, it was it, again it was quite British because it hadn't really been thought through. You know, they just they just kind of went, yeah, yeah, well, we'll you know, it's 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 it, our political class in this country is basically privately educated and basically spends its entire time winging it, um, and they were winging it sure. on that one as much as anything
0: Have you guys
2: to you know what's going on in Georgia? in where at all jordan jordan in the middle east
0: yes um they unlike they have a huge uh police force um relative to uh, population country and uh capita is what i was looking at, for per capita um but they did lockdown measures like a mandate kind of like we've done here in the United States and a lot of other places citizens were flouting like has happened here in other places as well, like spring breakers in Florida. And he, you know, two weekends ago and they just locked down the country. And they said, if you go outside of your house, you're going to period, you can't walk yeah. your dog. You can't go outside. We're going to deliver food. And leave it on your doorstep and everyone's staying inside for for indoors for 14 days. And they have the police force to do it. And they kind of have the cultural mentality to, I mean, I've always heard about Jordan that you don't really have to worry about crime there because there are so many undercover police officers (laughs) everywhere. And the citizens there
1: know that,
0: um, Mm. that you're pretty safe. You well, know, that's, and, and that's, that's about the, anywhere
1: there. That's the difference. Uh, you know, one of the, the trade offs that you make for having a free society is is being, you know, demonstrably less true safe. That.
2: Um, I think that's I think that. that's right. And I think uh, I think the, uh, the the political and policing cultures in, in mainland Europe are, 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 are more like that. You know, so an, an, indi- an individual policeman in France or Italy or Spain has a lot more power. You know, on on the street than a than a British policeman does. You know, they have the, the You know, I'm, I'm not saying they're going around shooting people or anything like that, but they do have a lot more um, leeway to sort of you know make arrests and stuff like that. Than, no, my my Parisian
1: friends, um, you know, uh, told me a story about a babysitter coming over to look after her children, um, and you know, being stopped by the police on the way and having to show their um, declaration on their honor that this is what they're doing and their names were recorded and you know uh, this was before the lockdown extended even to babysitters um but yeah no individual policemen are all over france right now or police people uh all over um france policing this lockdown yeah and i i i know the same Shur, uh, is sure uh, is is true in italy and spain and uh, the further east you go, the, the more like uh, a distant memory of home, that seems like. So uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, what's
2: happening in Hungary, right? Well, I mean, are you following quite, Yes,
1: I am following Hungary. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, that's, a,
2: that's, a, that's a massive moment for the European Union, right? Yeah. Um, um, essentially, essentially, a country suspending democracy for who, who knows how long yep. within the European Union is a, just a, a huge, huge deal
1: but it's it's not um, getting much i mean it's not getting nearly as much attention as it would in peacetime um but yeah no it's the equivalent of uh of jar jar binks nominating palpatine to be uh the emperor emergency powers right
2: <laughs> it's just oh. I, was, I was like wow okay <laughs> yeah 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 uh, that's, that's that's exactly what it's like
1: yes yeah, thank you <laughs> uh you know people throw out the, yeah, the you, you Nazis all it, the time God, now. We, need, we
2: need we need doctor who references not star wars references. uh well i understand um,
1: you're off doctor who so i didn't want to go there
2: oh man the last series what a what a night I, I haven't watched
1: it yet Maybe i i maybe I well should it's avoid because it. you're
2: it's because you're an adult male i shouldn't really be watching it either <laughs> um <laughs> I was going to say something then about yeah no I, I think that the policing thing is really I mean I haven't seen any policing I mean I've been out but, mainly, but but it's not it's not you know they're not there's not a heavy police presence on the streets uh, in the way that you've seen in other countries you know now, I've seen lots of pictures of kind of you know plaster la Concord with you know a, a lone gendarme and his on, on, on his on his and on his car but there's nothing like that in London you know? it's, people just aren't you know people are just um, it would be. It would be. I mean, when, you remember when we had the big riots in London, yeah, like ten remember. years ago. Yeah, but, it wasn't even that long. Yeah, you know, the police, though. the police were basically not to show up to that either. So it's 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 kind of you know we have a quite a different attitude to policing in this country. They're I have a friend. Who's, um, I have a friend who's a judge, and uh, I asked her what the difference between sort of legal systems in Europe and Britain were, and this applies to the states as well, I guess. And she goes, well, fundamentally in uh, the UK. You're allowed to do anything until somebody says you're not. Uh, in Europe, you're not allowed to do anything until somebody says, until somebody says you can. Um, I was like, oh, wow, okay, <laughs> that's quite an interesting difference. So uh, yeah, I, think, I think there is a different attitude. Uh,
1: yeah, actually, uh, Louisiana is the one state in, in the United States that uh, continues to use that sort of civil law heritage.
2: Uh, oh, Napoleonic um, Code.
1: The Napoleonic Code is still is still a part of the law. I don't know if it if it applies to criminal law or only civil. Um, is that civil right? Law. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. Interesting. Absolutely. If you qualify, if, if you want to become a lawyer in Louisiana, you have to study civil law. Um, wow. Yep. It is true. So, um, uh, how, how about work? Um, you know, I know you're you're still working, um, as, yeah. as is evidenced by uh, the the major BBC sounds uh, on TV release last week. How yeah. how is that different for you um, during during the crisis? Uh, it, it's actually
2: it's 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 well, it's, it's uh, one on one hand on one hand it's quite straightforward, on the other hand it's really really difficult. We we the BBC's got quite good working from home systems and has had for a while um because one of the, one of the, the bbc has the bbc always struggles to get really good engineering talent because it just doesn't it just um
1: doesn't pay that doesn't well.
2: pay doesn't pay <laughs> as well as you know the the, the 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 big you know um private internet companies or whatever it yeah. is and so one of the one of the ways that it sort of you know makes it a more attractive place to work is it has a very flexible attitude towards home working and you know, office working so we have pretty good um, uh, working from home systems for, for, for certainly on the digital side of the business where I work um, so it's pretty easy technically to kind of flip over to that so if you're a developer or uh, uh, anything like that you can do pretty much any uh, all your work from home with the right kind of VPN client or whatever it might be so, on that, that side of it, has been pretty straightforward. What's been quite hard, you know, I go to a lot of meetings, right, uh, in, in my normal day job. But something kind of people have kind of slightly lost their minds in the last couple of weeks because, you know, the, the calendar is just full of Zoom meetings now. You know, literally you're going from Zoom to Zoom to Zoom to Zoom to Zoom. To Zoom. Um, uh, I tweeted earlier today and the, the song of the Zoom, you take the day away because it was just like you know it just the whole day is full from 8 30 to 6 30 with just zoom meetings and it's really the context switching is really hard right so there's something about walking from one meeting to another meeting when actually you can collect your thoughts and go into it but literally just closing the zoom window and reopening again and suddenly you're in another meeting talking about a different thing it's like so i'm much more tired at the end of the day than i would be normally
1: yeah no um, um at at our office we we put an edict that all meetings have to end on a twenty five or a fifty five
2: yeah well yeah we 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 could do that, but then it would just run over because um, <laughs> it runs over anyway. so um yeah so that that that's been quite hard and it you know the dislocation's quite tough i mean the main reason I went back to work i, don't, I mean Andy means for me, like i i I, I worked for myself Seven or eight years writing books and doing a bit of freelancing. The main reason I went back to work is that I was sick of working at home on my own. And look, look who we are! So you know, that's that's you know, that's been quite tough. But um, no, it's, it's it's okay. We're getting we're getting we're getting through it. It's harder on actually harder on the the broadcast side of the business because a lot of that requires people to be physically present just to kind of keep the lights on. Um, that's been quite tough, I think. You know, the and also there's just not a lot of original programming being made. You know, um, we're not, there's, there's, there's no real production happening, so
1: no, that's, we're going uh, to run out. Yeah, that's going to run out of content. Yeah. Runs out. Um, I'm sorry I, I got distracted doc, doc. because um, we just had the emergency alert system go off. Uh, it's like the, the emergency broadcast uh, uh, system really? over there. Just to let us know that the governor has extended the stay-at-home order until April 30th, which I had thought happened a couple of days ago but <laughs> I, yeah just, the, i'm you holding this the, up to what, the camera so the, lloyd can see it but
2: that's, that's the stay at home order yeah. yes
1: and it was preceded by the same tone that you would get if it were a nuclear attack
2: okay yeah exactly
1: yeah that's uh, very comforting um, I, can see how, I
2: can see how that would have been a little bit distracting
1: yeah sorry lo- so that's uh, the, lloyd that's andrew guessing.
2: don't
0: you think there's going to be a darth of uh television and film are we going to like about eight to what sixteen months from now, suddenly there's no new programming, even on Netflix, broadcast television. There's just going to be we're just all going to be watching like Friends or The Office or whatever. <laughs> well, because no, we, we won't all, be watching Friends. Wow, oh, that's, that that's, that's a bleak right.
2: that's a bleak image, man. Jeez. <laughs> um, it, it it certainly is. At least
0: we've got those old football matches to watch, but. Uh, yeah man i, th-
1: I think uh, there's no, a bright no, no, side no. and a dark side to this which is yeah you're we, right we're get, we're going to run out of produced content but there are writers who have a lot of time on their hands right now to imagine uh, crazy new things so after that
2: there's going to be a lot of uh, there's going to be a lot of rear window style <laughs> scenarios that, you know people <laughs> looking out of their study windows and seeing things in the, the house behind um well, I think well, there's how many
0: memoirs there, there are going to be I mean just oh,
2: God, a shit yeah, yeah. memoirs is what we're going to get memoirs I, of the we have exactly. a very long running I don't know if you've ever heard of a radio serial called The Archers which is the uh, it's the longest running radio serial in the world it's a BBC kind of soap opera about farming folk it's uh, been running for like I don't know 60 years or something like that and they're okay. basically going to run out yeah. they're going to run out of com- they're going to run out of episodes in two weeks time and that's like that's yeah. like yeah that's like the end of civilization <laughs> that's like, that's like you know that's the nuclear well, attack at time
0: yeah. what's funny over here because of course of course our con- um, is, is done so to, uh, to say the least um but our bachelor some never watched it but look I've, but apparently there was this bachelor like all the former people who had been on this reality show called the were supposed to get together for some sort of athletic contest over the summer, and it took them longer than it did the Tokyo Epics to actually finally cancel, which is just ridiculous. They were really yeah. holding on, to yeah,
1: yeah, putting that's, all these that's, that's people on an island, is. and
0: <laughs> making them play volleyball or whatever in bikinis.
2: So, how are people as, feeling as writer- there about the um, the question of you know, we, we you know, I read the, you know. I take the, take the, like a lot of British people of my uh, background, I take the New York and I take the Atlantic and I follow the kind of news over there through those kind of things. And this whole, this whole dialogue about Trump saying, you know, we need to save the economy and everything like that, has that kind of gone away now or is that still, are people still really worried about that?
1: It's, it's, it's most, well, you know, the thing with Trump is it's so exasperating because you can never let your guard down. I mean, you, know, mm. you, 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 um, Last week when he started to say, I want to see the everything open by Easter, uh, you know, and then you started to see the the right wing echo chamber come out and you'd hear these people saying like, frankly, fucking absurd things as they do. And then that comes more into the mainstream and then it becomes a real idea. And then people start fighting like they they pretty much squash that when Trump uh, shut everything down for another 30 days. But I mean, at every checkpoint with this, at every time there's a time to renew it, it's going to be like that. And the chorus is going to grow because there, I mean, there are still 15 states that don't have lockdown orders, one of which is Texas, which, you know, is highly populated. But, you know, there are going to be a lot of people in rural areas who like have never, they don't have a COVID case anywhere within 500 miles of them. They're going to start asking questions about why, You know their why they can't get their their tv show or why they can't go to this that or the other thing uh or why the gun shops are closed as they are in la for example or you know like stuff like that so it's going to be something that we're going to have to fight against and trump in an election year that's his base and left to his own devices he will pander to his base there's no question about it
2: yeah
0: yeah To your point, Andrew, uh, Trump Trump came out four or five days ago with the Easter thing, struck a somber tune, was repeated about five gazillion times across our landscape in the last 24 hours because, hey, our president's taking it seriously. But to Andrew's point, two days from now, he could come out and be like, I'm bored. I need to play some golf. Let's open Mar-a-Lago and let's get going. You just never know. I mean, seriously, he when he's off script, which is most times, um, you just don't know what you're going to get from him. Some of our media outlets in this country have actually stopped broadcasting Trump's daily press live because of the misinformation uh, out of his mouth. Um, And in fact, a week ago a Single major broadcast network outside of Fox News um, cut out of a, a press briefing midstream um, because he was just babbling on and on and on as, and as talking he nonsense.
1: So want to do <laughs> yeah.
0: so that point about having to keep your guard up is you just never know. You know, it's you do. He there are so many leakers. If you want to like keep up with what's really going on in the White House, reading someone like Maggie Haverson, I want to say, or Miz from the um, mm-hmm. Times, there are some investigative journalists who have good sources within the White House that report. Uh, I think it's re- re- reporting that you can really trust about tenor inside the White House. And about the, in the hours, uh, talking about the Easter, raring to go, being full. Is he was just having tantrum not being able to live a normal life in, in terms of being able to go out and not be stuck in the White House. Yeah. And so that's what we're dealing that's what we're dealing with over here. Kind of, you know, um uh, malignant narcissist path who only cares about himself is kind yeah. of what we're dealing with day to day. Um yeah. and so that part that part sucks. But our, our governors throughout, see stepping think, uh, yeah, are uh, local uh, municipalities as well.
1: There's a definite difference. Uh, well, I mean, for the most part, I, I don't want to use to uh, go too broad with this just because there are some Republican governors and Mike DeWine in Ohio comes to mind who are taking this very seriously. But there are some red state governors Absolutely. who are just, uh, uh, you know, I. Uh, I'm not going to do as good a job with this as John Oliver did on Sunday so
2: <laughs>
1: listeners <laughs> right. watch his show but uh, I don't know do well, you, you,
2: you, you needed a British guy to come over and explain it all to you of course
1: it. we did uh,
2: um, yeah a, well we're, we're obviously hoping I, that the, queen, the Queen is in a bunker somewhere and is uh, you know in a fully seed antiviral environment because if she if she goes during all this, this this country will go absolutely like nuts. Um, but, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: um, is there any word on? So, Lloyd, are you not doing not much on... writing? Sorry, go oh, ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead, Joel. That, that's I a much just better ask question. Lloyd, if just if he, are you doing
0: writing during the lockdown? Is this? Are you finding a silver lining, an opportunity? Well, no, because I'm,
2: I'm basically I'm, I'm working like a dog job to be honest with you. Um, so I have yeah. a lot of time um, I'm doing I'm doing a little bit little bits and pieces of the weekend but um also I just I'm, I, I guess I'm finding it quite hard to concentrate if I'm honest with you you know it's quite it's quite it, 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 it feels a little bit like um you know when you' when you're sort of sitting with someone who's ill in the hospital and you always say to yourself oh, I'll do some reading or you never do because you've kind of got all your brain is always kind of mm-hmm. rolling over in your head and it's a bit like that I'm kind of finding it quite hard to read and Right, and focus. Right, sure. uh, when uh, when I'm not working. So yeah, um, so yeah, no, not not a lot. But uh, yeah, hopefully. Well, you know, if we're still here in six months, who knows? <laughs> but, uh, at the mo- at the moment, it's all it's all a bit too much of a weird. It's just weird, right? It's a weird weird feeling. This uh, this time that we're in. Yeah. Uh, it, I can't be much more articulate about it than that. Really, it's just, no, it's just
1: very, very bizarre. It, it is bizarre, and I can only imagine how much more bizarre it's going to feel in a month's time. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get
2: pretty dislocated.
1: I think in our uh, heads. I, I think, uh, yeah, I think. He, I mean, I, I'm hoping for the best. Everybody's, like I, like I said earlier on, uh, probably 99.9 percent on their best behavior but you can see it starting to, to fray at the edges and, uh, you know, fingers crossed, um, the center holds, um, through all this. Yeah. Let's hope. Yep. Um, so, and, and I imagine, you know, given the fact that your podcast requires travel that that, that is uh that is on hiatus at the moment as well well
2: we record well we recorded it so we do a podcast called the Curiosity specific book club where we took it we take a book me and my mate, mate tim we take a book and we kind of go over it in kind of ridiculously fine detail um and we we did do uh recorded an episode about the ipcrest file which you may or may not know is a quite a famous uh, movie with michael Kane in the 60s it was it was a spy novel before that um we recorded that and then then all hell broke loose so we haven't done another one since so we're waiting to do two more uh but yeah that's kind of on hiatus as well we did think about we did think about doing an online read through of stephen king's the Stand, but i thought that would be a bit dark <laughs> that- um <laughs> wow. uh, so, that,
1: uh, uh, yeah that's uh, there's actually there's a there's a remake of that tv miniseries in production Right, or on hiatus from production. Uh, right another
2: now. one. There, wasn't there one with Gary Sinai's? If you, yeah, or, and you Molly about?
1: Ringwald and Rob Lowe. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. The who's who yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of 90s uh, stars. Uh, I watched it yeah, at yeah. the time, um, it, including Max Headroom himself, Matt Frewer, uh, played the trash can yeah. um, yeah. uh And the guy who played Randall Flagg, who will always be Randall Flagg, although I can never remember his name um yeah really, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway uh yeah so i i i, I definitely yeah, yeah, see yeah. the yeah. so, so maybe that's what
2: we we'll be, we'll be watching that we'll be watching that a year from now going. <laughs> captain
1: trips
2: captain trips they call captain it trips. Yep. yeah yeah we were going to do that but we decided no probably not the right time tim has a pretty dark mind so he was kind of not quite up for it but i was like no i don't think so <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, well, I mean, I think this might be uh, might be time uh, to, to go to our, our regular segment, which is uh, aptly titled Crisis Diversions. So, okay. um, uh, you know, anything that you in particular have found um, uh, through your lack of focus that is capable of ably distracting you from what's going on content tv shows books uh newspapers you name it
2: yeah i've just obs- i'm obsessing about virus man i mean i just i just obs- i look at the john hopkins dashboard like 50 times a day and um, dude me and you checking- both lloyd i've been on that for like six weeks sorry yeah to wrap, yeah, I, yeah. That's my, so that's my I, I just i can't i can't yeah. get past it at the moment i can't get past it to any kind of you know i started re- I, i'm trying to read and but i just i kind of you know i mean i the, one thing, I mean, I meditate. I didn't use to do this when we when we were working together, Andy. But I did. I did transcendental meditation training like a year ago, wow. and that actually that 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 does help. Um, but it's not really a distraction. It just calms you down a bit. But I haven't I haven't found any kind of cultural object that I've got. I mean, today, I mean, it, everything's informed by right. So today, I've been listening to Phantasm Wayne like all day. Right, because Adam Schlesinger died, so the fans are waiting all day. So it's like every every kind of day is informed by bloody Corona. Well, no,
1: we've got the same thing here. Ellis Marsalis passed yesterday from the disease. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I saw I saw your um,
2: your Facebook thing about that. Yeah. No, I mean Schlesinger dying is just that's just horrific. I Um, I I read it was it was my son's first gig. Told um, my son to see fans of Wayne in in Islington when he was twelve supported by Glenn Tilbrook amazing supported um, by Glenn but, Tilbrook wow. i know tell me <laughs> I, I didn't i didn't know that he was supporting them so we went we went out cuz jack liked the album Welcome to State Managers and we went there we went to see that and then um, Glenn Tilbrook walked on stage doing a solo set like and all all the dads in the audience went completely nuts but so, yeah, so yeah for those no, so, listeners so, yeah. who don't know
1: uh, Glenn Glenn Tilbrook uh, co-founder of Squeeze
2: yeah sorry oh no, uh, that's yeah, it yeah yeah, yeah. The, but the main inspiration that, is the oh Founties 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 that's
0: that's that's the happy time music we need right now like squeeze oh. and like steely dan i want squeeze, to die on right now of Wayne, i don't know
1: about yeah, squeeze man they only write they, they only write songs about going on vacation
2: yeah <laughs> yeah exactly that's what i'm saying it's perfect yeah we're all, perfect we're all escapism. stuck at home
1: we're all stuck at home i don't know
2: Yeah. yeah if you want, I, I, the, my, 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 my most recent music discovery, Andy, which I think you should check out, is have you ever listened to Baxter Jury?
1: No, who's Baxter Jury? Ian,
2: Ian Jury's son. Oh, okay. Um, so Baxter, so you know the, the front cover of the Ian Jury's first album. He's standing outside a shop with um, his son, who's like five at the time. Anyway, he's now he, he's now in like his forties, and um, he records this fantastic European kind of. Um, weirdly funny disco tracks with this kind of like laconic uh, London vibe over the top of it. And it's, really, it's, it's really laid back and it's really cool. So that's quite good. Right on. Uh, um, good tip. Yeah, but nothing. I haven't discovered anything that's taken my mind off all this shit, I'll be honest with you. Well, uh, what,
1: what, uh, what about, we, we go around the table with this. What about you, Joel? Have you found anything uh, in the past couple of days? A new distraction?
0: I'm, I'm kind of uh, in Lloyd's camp in that uh, you know, I, I do go to that John Hopkins site about 12 times a day. It's, and That is not a diversion um,
1: at
0: all. No, that's what I'm saying. So, make, make, Making the point that I really have struggled to, as it was, you know, even a week before the restaurants closed, you could read the tea leaves and you knew it was coming. Right? Mm-hmm. And I thought I was prepared in what classic movies I would watch and the books I would read and the music I would listen to. And I, I didn't perceive what the reality was going to be accurately at all. Um, I am a little bit obsessed with what's going on. And then someone like Ellis Marsalis dies. And right when I'm in the middle of, let's say, I was publishing an old podcast from Snake and Jake's from December of 2016 and I'm in the middle of that. And I'm writing some notes for it. I'm kind of excited about it. And I'm just, it just Ellis Marsalis passing just stopped me dead in my tracks. It's like, I don't want to publish this right now. Mm-hmm. You know? And and so it's, and I don't want to really watch Ozark right now like I thought I would. And I don't, so when I get it's to these said, crisis I diversions, I mean, out?
1: is that, has, has season yeah, series, out. And, series and, and, out. And they, I know how I'm spending my those, weekend.
0: They say, the podcast that I listen to about television called the watch mm. they say it's brilliant season three but I will still give two crisis diversion things because I, I have a running list of stuff that um, you know I've gotta I've got to lean into it I you know like Lloyd one of the things I did was I watched uh, these guys have heard this before I watched contagion two and a half times the movie the Soderberg movie about three oh, weeks yeah, ago yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, like so I have to lean into to it it yeah, like Fahrenheit 9/11, or War Dogs, or yeah. All the President's Men, or movies that are really leaning into sort of the kind of mishandling of government, corruption, corporate greed, etc., that impacts our lives so greatly during a public health crisis like this. And uh, so, in that regard, this is kind of, I, I've got a Mike Judge special for you. Uh, the movie is Idiocracy. Just oh, watch yeah. Idiocracy. Mm-hmm. And Luke Wilson, and I think yeah. the
1: press Luke Wilson.
0: Luke yeah. Wilson and and, and the and the president President uh Camacho, who plays the you know the Terry president five hundred years. Terry Cruz, thank you. Uh actually makes uh Trump look like even more of a more like Terry Cruz and Idiocracy Wait, is actually there, more confident. Wasn't wasn't voters. he
1: tweeting and, wasn't Terry Cruz tweeting in character? Tweeting as President Camacho, is that right? I I, I don't know. We'll look, this one at, to look uh, up for the next, for the next that, is
0: a, that is a great movie. Yeah, let's assume let's assume that he did. It's a great movie. Maya Rudolph. It's really fun. We didn't think. I don't think Mike Judge even thought we would decline as a civilization so quickly because in the movie Idiocracy, it takes our protagonist to be asleep in a sleep chamber for 500 years before someone like someone like Donald Trump was elected. And it really only took about 15 years. Um, and then secondly, also from Mike judge, and this is my, uh, Jeff DeVille Memorial shout out of the week for content is, uh, Mike judge presents uh, tales from the tour, um, which is an animated, uh, series based on real interviews from some of, uh, the U.S.'s greatest country, soul, R&B, hip-hop, rap performers, typically telling stories from the 70s and the 80s out on tour, um, all the shenanigans. So it's like Rick James talking about Prince, have you checked this out, Andrew? Have you not? No, no, no. This? I've checked never I've, a... I've been,
1: it's it sounds a little bit like Charlie Murphy on Chappelle's show, but um I'm I loved that, so I will oh, do this, I'm sure I've absolutely
0: it's very much like that. It's right in that vein. And uh you know, they clearly did the interviews with the people, but then they did it and then but then they recreated those interviews animated and then they did animations of what those characters talked about during their interviews. So you've got like people talking about the Rick James Prince feud, you know, and they talked about like the um, copious amounts of cocaine, you know, that were being, it's, it's, it's brilliant. And it's nice little like 22 minute uh, sized morsels of fantastic entertainment. And uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Jeremy Smith, I think has every episode on a hard drive, Andrew. So
1: Awesome. Well, I will, I know who to hit up for it. All right, I guess... <laughs> yeah, what you, what you got? Um, I got one thing since, I mean, you're quite... My, my, my uh, media diet over the next couple of days is going to be heavily overloaded with Ellis Marsalis, but uh, um, one thing Word. that I've been looking for an opportunity to shout about uh, on this podcast is a musical artist by the name of Neil Francis, N-E-A-L Francis. Uh, I believe okay. his website is neilfrancis.com. Um, And his album, which is called, sorry, I will tell you that in just one second, it is called Changes. Uh, Man, this sounds like an album that was recorded by Alan Toussaint in the 70s. It's so so of that vein, and this this guy is an amazing musician. He's young. Um, He released a new single recently, and he's got a new album coming out at some point, although I don't know if they're going to still release that. since all tours everywhere are cancelled. But yeah, check it out, man. Neil Francis, uh, the full album is available on YouTube too, and it's all on Spotify and all the usual places. So that is my Crisis Diversion.
2: Yeah. It's funny you talk about movies. The first film we watched as a family after lockdown was 28 Days Later. (laughs) 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 Literally. There's some, there something about wanting to just wallow in that kind of gloom. Yeah. First well, film we watched I agree.
1: I think we can we can have uh, Joel and Lloyd cross invite one another to their watch parties. Just please forget to send the invite <laughs> to me. Whatever you Hashtag do. #Hashtag Buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: well, all right. Uh, I think uh, we should probably wrap it up there. What do you say, Joel? Yeah, you're right.
2: I yeah. think
1: so. Um any thank you man. Yeah, uh, no, thank, thank you, you. so Absolute much. Thank you. Um this was great. Um look forward to to checking in on you uh, again. Well, I mean, I look forward to checking in with you offline at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like I'd love to do this again. Um Well, I'm hoping
2: when we get back to normal I can uh, come out to the, I come out to see you over in the uh, the glorious the glorious side of the Atlantic or right on the gloomy side and um <laughs> Uh, you know, We'll do, we'll do that sometime. But, oh, yeah, it's, no, it's always it's more glorious on job. the
1: other side of the Atlantic, Lloyd.
2: Yeah, uh, the grass is always stronger on the other side of the pond. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Well, um, thanks, Lloyd. Thank you. Thanks producer, a lot, Gents.
2: Nice to meet you all.
1: Nice to meet you too. Um, Yours as well, Lloyd. Hey, uh, take care and uh, be well. Be yeah, safe over there. After over there. Uh, we'll do our best. You too. Thank you. Okay. Cheers, fellas. All right. Bye, Lloyd.
0: Take care, my man. All right. All right. Another episode of uh, six feet of separation in the books, Andrew. Uh, you
1: that know, was that, fun. that that was a lot of fun. Um, apologies to everyone yeah. for Joel's audio. We're gonna we're gonna work on trying to get that a little bit better for the next show. Um, Indeed. Uh, but I hope you got most of the point. Um, anybody have anything else they want to chime in about before we sign off?
2: I think we're ready to roll. Got a bunch of good guests coming up. All right. We're gonna
0: fix our technical difficulties. Um, and hey, stay separated. Stay safe.
1: Be well. Do good. Don't do bad in these times. Do good, please. Right on. All right. This is six feet of separation. Signing off.
0: Yeah, you're right.